0: What it is, what it do, how the hell are all of you with yours truly Petra fucker back with another mother lover? You already know the deal. Grab your smoke, grab your drink and lock in with your boy because we're back with another one. In this episode, we're going to go over a whole bunch of jazz, you know what I'm saying? All kinds of shit, did that, the other, all kinds of good shit. So, like I said, lock in with your boy, I'm myself, I'm going to be smoking on some sour diesel, some fire, fire. So whatever you got locked up, ready to roll up, you know, already do it with your boy. Because it's going to be a late night episode, believe you me. I think it's 2 a.m. Central Standard Time. We're going to get it cracking. Now, normally, I don't really be doing shows this late and stuff, but we're going to start mixing it up. Start dropping shows just whenever it's clever, whenever there's time. You know, ain't no time. Like the present the present and the grind never stops. That being said, hope y'all staying blazed. hope you're staying blessed. hope you're staying safe because twenty twenty one been a wicked one thus far now if you've if you've listened to any of my shows before, you know I do a, a slew of different things i i I do my own notes, my own curating, all that shit so you either it's an off the cuff episode where I'm just reading articles I really took no notes or I'm doing articles. That I've read, talked about, this, that, the other. You already know what it is. You gotta do what you gotta do. And uh, this particular episode is gonna be covering Never Trumpers, Biden, Cruz, Cuomo, Murkowski. A whole lot of them, you know what I'm saying? So let's just get it going. We see the mainstream media going in on Cruz, making him the worst person alive who is blaming his family instead of taking responsibility for his choice. That's literally how the ma- mainstream media and the DNC expect us to see it. Instead of covering Cuomo and his scandal and how many elderly people fell victim to his mistakes, putting sick people in long-term facilities, instead of protecting elders, Cuomo and his administration put elders in, in and at risk. Yet the mainstream media covers it slightly while giving Cruz the limelight. You wonder why that is? Cruz is is an enemy to the DNC. Cuomo is a friend. So they're going to do everything they can to protect their friend while they bury their enemy. (coughs) (coughs) Now, there's no real shock there. (coughs) The media covers whoever they feel needs to be buried at that moment. Now, like a dog pile, I don't know what you guys call it in other states or across the pond, but a dog pile, for those that don't know, is literally when people start jumping on top of you, nonstop. One starts with one, ends up boom, 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 right? Well the media dog piles and they're good at it too. They're good at getting one, one narrative to go one way. and they ride it as far as they can go. Now, that being said, there's also mainstream media outlets like CNN that are doing their damnedest to avoid covering Cuomo. Now, CNN literally does all but cover him. Now, they've said that they reinstated a 2013 rule about the brothers covering each other. So Fredo can't cover Andrew, (coughs) except during the beginning of the pandemic when Their ratings were really, I guess, good for those motherfuckers. And they were milking it all they could like that cow teat. But now CNN is going to play that game. They're going to play their cards close to their chest because they already know Governor Cuomo has bitten off a lot more than he can chew with this investigation, with this scandal. And we're going to get into more of that. I have an article coming up at at the end about how he's trying to duck, dodge, and run away from it. But... We're going to get into that. (laughs) Cuomo ducked and dodged the questions like a true politician passing blame where he can, accepting no responsibility, making others seem accountable. Typical old Guardian politician. His administration and DeRosa should have felt pressure. What they did was devilish, to say the least. That's why even Democrats are going after him, wanting him to step down, released of his emergency powers, and possibly impeached himself. That isn't something that he'll be able to duck, and he knows it. Literally, Stephen Crowder went to Michigan and exposed Governor Whitmer in the same nursing home type scandal that she's a part of in Michigan. Stephen Crowder had to go have a rally. Had to have thousands of people fill out the Freedom of Information acts and send them into her. I don't know if I have that, the right bill, but it's freedom of, I think it's the freedom of information. And they just want the numbers released. The public want the, the numbers released so they know. And Cuomo's going to do whatever he can to duck it, dodge it lie about it because we already know that's, that's his motive. And it's not shocking because in my eyes, because we've seen all the governors that end up with emergency powers. We've seen, I'd say a solid 80% of them use their power, that emergency power, that pandemic power that they got. We've seen at least 80% of them do things with it that were extremely questionable, to say the very least. Now, <laughs> I personally believe Governor Whitmer needed to be called out, and Stephen Crowder did an amazing job calling her out. Now, thinking of other governors, Governor Newsom and Governor Walls both have been protested against for their abuses of power, Newsom has had a 1.5 million signatures calling for his re- resignation. The petition to recall Newsom has been fulfilled. Now, I don't hear much about it, but again, I'm in Minnesota. So it's not like I'm going to get daily updates unless I specifically search out what's going on. And I just know that it's not good for him, and it's not good for the Democrats because it does prove that there's millions of people out there that do not buy the radical bullshit, the abusive powers, the lockdowns, the lock-ins, however you want to spell it, the loss of business. People are tired of it. And I don't know if the message, we're in this together, or care about one another, I don't think it's working anymore, and I think they know it's not. I would openly say that the DNC and a lot of the voters right now are fully aware their message is not working anymore. You're not gaining new base. You're not gaining new people with the idea of that. you're not. they're not. I know that, you know that. we know that. Now I appreciate petitions, even if they don't get full, get, don't fully get what the signatures signed for. So if they signed a recall Newsom and Newsom doesn't actually get recalled, it's a pain in the ass. It's fucked up because the system should work exactly like that. They got the signatures, so he should have to step down at least somewhat, somehow in some capacity. Now, I'm okay with the I'm I'm okay. I, I appreciate the petitions because it shows hundreds, thousands or hundreds of thousands of people who aren't down with what the petition is asking is who who the petition is asking, so whether it's Newsom to step down or Walls or Cuomo or Whitmer, if the signatures get there, that should mean a whole lot more than what a lot of these politicians make it sound like. That's just my that's just one of my opinions, and one of the worst examples we have right now, is Biden. And now, I've seen posts from conservatives that have said, the memes aren't going to solve anything. The talking about it isn't going to solve anything. Now, this particular person that I'm referring to, it seemed a lot of what they were saying was more of a call to action. Get start uh, groups in your own town, this, that, the other. I don't know if that's the way to give what we want either. I would almost venture to say it's not. How are you? I mean, I understand that in a lot of cases that violence does solve things. But where we're at right now, no. I, don't, I do not feel for even a millisecond that outright fights and outright d- brawls and shit in the street are going to solve anything down the party line. The division we have amongst the left and the right is there, but it doesn't need to come to outright blows or blood in the street. I don't personally think it needs to come to that. Not that a mediation is going to work and you're going to get all the people to sit down and chit chat. I'm not saying that, but I don't think it has to come to what some people would like it to see it come to. Now. That being said, those people that sign those petitions, those people are trying to go about things the right way, regardless of what somebody's calling for. And I'm going to talk about the division in its own separate episode after this episode. So just stay tuned. Stay tuned for the drop right after another. I'm telling you, I'm dropping. I'm coming hot. But one of my biggest concerns. As of right now, as a person that watches politics, deals with politics, has a podcast surrounding politics, my biggest, one of my biggest concerns right now is Biden and what is he, what's he doing to actually set America back under the motto, the mantra, build back better. That's what Biden's saying as he's doing all this. Now Biden, along with his radical ways. Between promising unions for new jobs while cutting jobs is questionable. Not to mention his opening schools plan, K through eight. Right? I have a lot of questions that stem from that. Now, let me get into those. What about high school students? Now, I'm sure high school students are able to do online school. I'm sure it doesn't bug them. Oh, I'm sure get to see that you get to go see their homies after school. It doesn't matter. They get to go. Oh, they're gonna probably meet up and have school at each other's houses. Now. That's all great and dandy, but the question still remains, what about those students? How many adults outright remember hearing high school are the best years of your life? I remember hearing that like 15 times when I was in high school alone. When you look back on these days, now I'm not saying that's true for everybody, but for a lot of people it is. And they talk about the students that K through 8 that little kids that don't get fed at home and have issues with mom and dad at home and all this that the other right what about the high school students that got that same thing and they really find a peace and a solace at school but they ain't gonna get that though yeah see there's just that's just one of the questions now another one would be is it only one day a week like Saki said or is it More like Biden said it is because he tried to walk that back at the town hall, but he didn't do a very good job of it. So, is it more than one day? And is it only one day for K and then one day for first grade and second grade, and then maybe like two days for third grade? Or is it only one day across the board? Because I'm telling you right now, if Biden promised the world, the United States, the world of America, that he was going to open schools and with 100 days, and he only opens schools one day a week before 100 days nobody's going to give them that win except the left, nobody and the ones that give it to them on the left on the democrat side are going to be radicals, they're going to be extremists not the Antifa kind the I'm going to suck your ass kind I'm going to brown nose so hard you might see me someday kind because that's that's what that, that's who's going to buy into that shit. My third question is, what about kids with IEPs and special needs? Will, will those kids get the support that they need? Because we've already seen and we've already heard stories about kids that have special needs and kids that really need that special need help aren't getting it. So are they going to be able to get it? What about the kids with IEPs? The ones that don't like to listen. The ones that have ODD and ADD. The ones that have, hate the mask. What about the kids that don't like the social distance? Do they get to go back to school or no? Is it, we're just gonna pick what kids get to go back? The ones that maybe fit that mainstream line. Not that that's a bad thing, but if you're gonna draw lines in it, you might as well make it very clear what lines you're gonna draw and how you're gonna draw them. And then this is another one, it's about teachers. Are teachers going to be mandated to get the vaccine? Um, Not all teachers are bad. That's a fact. It's a God-given fact. And I know most people probably had one teacher they didn't like, whether they were too hard on them, expected too much out of them, expected them to be at on their A-game every day while they were in school, yada, 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 right? Well, my question is, my point is, where and how does the vaccine for teachers start? Is it going to start in Minnesota, where all the teachers get vaccinated first? Is it going to start in California, New York? Where is it going to go? Because I got to imagine that some of these teachers don't want the vaccine, that some of these teachers don't per se align with what Biden. And some may think no, that's just mm, giving everybody the benefit of the doubt, right? Now, my fifth question is about masks and social distancing for the children, even though science stands for children, not against them. All the reports really stand for children and being able to be children and those and be children and be able to how to say this, have some kind of a normalcy again. Science shows that that's possible for children, but yet they still wanna lock it down and put a little red tape here and there. But Joe Biden and the DNC are supposed to be trust experts, right? Well, the experts aren't always banging in your favor and even when they're not, you don't be seeming to listen to them. So is it only listen to the experts when they say what you want them to say, Joe? Saki? How many other motherfuckers got to be pointed out? Pelosi, Schumer, Dean Phillips, Madeleine Dean, Ted Lieu, how many Democrats need to be told you only buy what you want to buy from the experts when it fits what you want to sell? It's funny how that works, right? Now, that being said, those questions, it just raises a lot more questions so I'm assuming better pe- people got better questions than I got Better probably got a better way of asking it formatting all kinds of shit right but I just think of the easiest questions the questions that a lot of parents might be asking you know what I'm saying like what about my kid what about my 17 year old what about my 16 year old what about my 9th grader so they they just left 8th grade and now they don't get to they have to go to online school after they just did online school but K-8 through eight opens up and that's going to be kind of a lot of kids might not take that one too happily. I'm just saying, it might not turn out good for Biden. And one of the things that Biden, you know, we, like I said, I'm covering him. Biden lies, right? Biden tells a lot of untruths. Biden says, what he you want? Biden, the way I see Biden is he lies. He promises, he lies, he panders. He promises you things that he's going to lie about. And then he panders to you. Let's just go right back to square one. It's like a circle with Biden. He literally promises you something, he lies to you, you get mad as fuck, he panders to you, tells you something you want to hear, and you go right back to the promise. And you believe that promise till you find out he lied again. That's just how I see it. And I see a lot of people that get fucking stuck in that circle, get stuck in that trap. (laughs) And it's sad because they literally think that this man is not selling them fucking snake oil when I 100% believe that he is. Now, Biden ducked a visit on Thursday to Pfizer, Kalamazoo, the, the Pfizer va- factory in Kalamazoo. I don't know why I fudged that up so bad, but he uh, pushed it to Friday. And from what all reports have said, it was due to a weather. But from a lot of what reports have said, is the weather didn't really hit that hard in Michigan. So he was, should have been able to make it, but he didn't. So he showed up on Friday. And on Friday, he decided that he was going to talk some shit. Well, that's not a shock to me. But what is a shock to me is, someone that's gonna talk shit about their for, their predecessor, you would think if you're gonna talk shit, you would be better than them. And Biden can't even beat Trump at staying up and getting the job done. The man goes to sleep early. There's an article written about it. what time he goes to sleep, what time he wakes up. There's an article about how he beat his daughter at Fort Benning or lost at Fort Benning or whatever in a game of Mario Kart. The MS, The mainstream media is painting Biden as if he is supposed to be some just average Joe grandpa that is just the most loving person alive. And I'm sorry, this man is a jackass times 10. You know, one of the things that I once heard was that George Bush played stupid. He played dumb. He acted like he was stupider than he was and he did a lot of it just for show. Because people thought he was stupid, so he went with it. Now, Joe has to know that people think he's demented. And they think he's fucking losing it. And I personally think he is too. So there might be some playing into that. But I really think Joe believes that he is just some average guy that's been just in the pits with the rest of us. And just doing the best to make it out. That's really what I think he thinks he is. And he knows for a fucking... For sure. Fire fact. He's not. But you've got to believe your lies, especially if you're going to sell them. 100% truth. He's faking it to make it. I mean, there's a reason that certain Antifa factions don't fuck with him. There's, there's reasons that certain radicals don't fuck with Joe. Because he plays that moderator game, he plays that radical game, he'll play a moderator game and then he'll vote radically. And then he'll play a radical game and vote moderately. He don't care who he fucking makes mad. As long as his pockets get lined with that taxpayer money, let's keep it 1000 That's what it always goes back to. I mean, there's a reason that Joe Biden is having the U.S. attorneys step down. Not all of them, because let's, let's be honest. U.S. attorneys, nerds for pretty much every presidency are asked to step down. That's nothing new. That's not a shock to me. I'm not acting like it is a shock. But what is a shock to me is Joe Biden's going to get rid of uh, John La- uh, Lauch or Latch and uh, he's a U.S. attorney and he's looking into John Madigan and others, other top Democrats for things that they shouldn't have been doing. And uh Joe Biden is going to make sure he's gone, and the only two U.S. attorneys that Joe Biden is going to hold over is one is looking in Hunter Biden and his tax investigation, and the other is looking into the Trump Russia investigation. Now, the Hunter Biden one—that—that that motherfucker right there—he cannot, Joe cannot get rid of that investigation. He knows he cannot. He knows he has to let it play out. Now, will he do things that may undermine the investigation? I can't say for a fact that he will, but my mind, for sure fire fact, says he will. But again, it's just my opinion, It's just an alleged thought. It is not real, and I can't say for a fact that that's what he's gonna do, but he has went to bat for Hunter how many times? What's gonna stop him again? Every parent's going go to go bad for their kid. But most parents aren't the president of the United fucking States. And most parents that are in that type of position don't have drug addicts for children. And if they do, those drug addict children definitely ain't in that motherfucking limelight like Hunter Biden is. Now back to the article. This was from Bloomberg, but I just took the snippet of what Joe Biden said because Joe Biden really finds the need to to blame Trump. So it's not a shock that he wants to get rid of any Trump policy, any Trump plans, anybody that was appointed under Trump, anything Trump he wants gone wishy washy goodbye. Again, not a shock. That's what happens when new presidents come in. They want only people they rock with, they want just their team. That's not a shock. Give me one second. I'm going to go grab a note real quick. We back. But what I was saying was, is he can't he wants to get rid of anything Trump, right? Anything Trump, anybody that fucked with Trump. And like I said, that's not uncommon. That you want you want your own people around you, you want your own team around you. It is what it is. But when Biden says things like this, my predecessor, my predecessor, as my mother would say, God love him, fail to or failed to order enough vaccines, Biden said Friday, repeating criticism he's repeated many many of times, made of his predecessor. Failed to mobilize the effort to administer the shots. Failed to set up vaccine centers. No, 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 Trump didn't. There is 15 million shots delivered from when the vaccine was good to go, which was December 20th to to uh, January 20th by the time you were inaugurated. Funny how that timeline works out. But see, Joe Biden don't care about that. Joe Biden just wants to erase anything Trump, and he's proven that time and time and time again. Especially with his last, however many days in office. To be honest with you, I quit counting. It just was—it was too much. I couldn't—I couldn't keep doing it. Man's is frustrating. Just keep that one thousand. And uh, the fact that that's what he says is, lets, leads me to know that he's got bullshit up to his ears. Blaming Trump and Trump's administration for any of his shortcomings and or mistakes that have happened. Because it always comes up to be that it's Trump's fault, right? Especially when it comes to Joe Biden or any of these motherfucking lefty Democrats. Let's keep it 1,000. That's what they're good at, is blaming people. Oh, it's it's your fault, not my fault. Your fault because of this, or... Oh, because of that. Oh, no, it's your fault, not my fault. Just funny how that works. And the saddest part is is so many people buy right on into it, buy right into that Trump hate, buy right into that fucking, that distaste, this, that, the other, and they want to call you every other name in the book as if they're some angel themselves, it's funny how that works, but when he says that and he goes on about it, it's, you know, it's Trump's fault, it's Trump's fault that my administration didn't get this or he, we didn't get that or we didn't get this or we didn't get that. None of that Trump's fault actually. He was doing everything he could to get that election fixed back to his way because we all know, we, a lot of people know that that, that was not, how do you say it? <sighs> how to say it? It definitely was not the most honest election. But that's the easiest way to say it. But that being said, a lot of the media and a lot of Biden and a lot of every, a lot of the DNC, a lot of lefties, all believe that Trump did not handle COVID well. As a conservative, as a young adult, as a millennial, as a stoner, as a mother that has a straight opinion, and as a person that sees what goes on around them. I can tell you, all right, Trump did the best he could under the circumstances he had and with the knowledge that he had. How do I, how and why do I think that? Why? How do I know that? Because I know myself. I don't know what, what decisions I would have made in his, in his shoes. I'm sure you don't either. So it's a lot easier to say, oh, he, he was bad with his decisions in comparison to Cuomo or Whitmer. Yeah, see, that game can be played really, really easily. And the left does not do well with that. And the left does not like any idea that Trump handled COVID well or that he did anything to save lives when millions of people think Trump did do everything he could to save lives lives, and he saved millions of lives. So it's a double-edged sword. You can think one way or you can go against the other. But one thing Joe Biden cannot take away from Trump is Trump mobilizing the businesses in the United States to make masks when we were running out, to make PPE when we were running out, to when China wasn't even giving us what we bought, to make ventilators, made so many ventilators we had enough to give out. Funny how that works, right? Oh, and then the vaccine. And me, I'm not even a big motherfucking shooter for the vaccine. I'll be honest about that. You want to take it, you go for it. I'm not. <clears throat> to each they own, right? But that being said, Trump made promises and he was able to follow through on those promises, unlike Joe Biden. Trump said he was going to do something. Like he said I'm going to I'm going to build the wall. He built the wall. Now, he never said he was going to be able to build the entire wall. That was the hope, that was the game. The DNC did every fight that they could to hold it up this, that, the other. And this man still was able to build 450 miles. Now, Joe Biden has halted that. And he has his own little, you know, wants with immigration, amnesty and all. But another time. But my point is, Biden can't take those things away from him no matter how much he wants. And Trump was able to do all that while the media played that vicious game they play. The game of let's lie, let's manipulate, let's jump to conclusions, and let's sell that all as fact and as truth. Because that's exactly what they did. Now, personally, I think that Biden has history with Trump. Biden had to endure Trump bashing Obama way back when, questioning his citizenship, a whole lot of other things. Biden, I'm sure, has some serious dislike due to that, and I'd be willing to bet on that. Biden promised so much that he has yet to actually pull through on. He just panders. And those who know, in those, he know will actually buy back into the pandering. And that's why I think he goes back to blaming Trump and putting things on Trump. And like I said, I think some of it has to do with some of that. He mad. Like, oh, I can get you back for going after Barack. Oh. You know, there's, there's got to be some vinegar in that motherfucker. No. The benefit of the doubt that I said earlier, I give that to people that I trust. I do not trust Biden. I do not trust Governor Walls. I don't trust Newsom. I don't trust Mayor Frey. But yet, those are people that run Minneapolis, run Minnesota. Not that Governor Newsom or Whitmer do, but Governor Walls, Mayor Frey. They had a lot to do with what happened in Minneapolis. So no, I don't have any trust for them. (laughs) Governor Whitmer, with her actions in the nursing home and her just vicious wants of lockdowns. Not to mention Newsom and his idiotic bullshit out in California. Or Cuomo and his wanting to duck and dodge everything out in New York. And what I think a lot about it is for the Republicans, we have a lot of rhinos and closeted Democrats, as I would like to call them, all lining up to kiss that Biden ring. Murkowski is no different. Now, Palin could be possibly gunning for Murkowski's spot, or somebody is. The Republican Party leaders in the home state of Alaska say they're frustrated with Ms. Murkowski goes beyond the impeachment vote. However, they are also urged by her, ch- her pro-choice views and anti-Trump rhetoric. Conservative points to point to her vote against confirming Supreme Court justice Brett uh, Brett Kavanaugh and her support of the Affordable Care Act as further reasons to replace her everywhere I go. I have been disgruntled with Mikowski for a long time, said Barbara uh, Tyndale, GOP chair of Alaska's Third District, which covers the North Pole and cheyenne lake uh, China Lakes. Everybody is saying yes, we need a primary challenger now. <laughs> The repercussions back home included at least five of the state's home districts approving resolutions to censure Murkowski, according to Anchorage Daily News. Members of the state party are also working to censor resolution. Murkowski wouldn't be alone in being censored. Several lawmakers who backed impeachment have been denounced by their home state GOPs, including uh, uh, Cheney, uh, Burr, Murkowski, Toomey. They're all facing censure. And... Personally, they should, they should be. You win against what your GOP chairs and committees put you in for. I've said it before, I'll say it again. These elected officials get elected to speak for the people because the people tell you what to say. You do what's in the best interest for those that put you in office, not your own best interest, not your own self-interest. And a lot of these Democrats and rhinos do exactly that. They sell you the Brooklyn motherfucking bridge and then do everything in their power to piss you off. That's at least that's how I see it. They don't care if they make you mad or go against what they said. As long as what they get, they get. You know what I'm saying? As long as what they want, they get it. Murkowski ain't no different. Now, Ted Cruz spoke on Lauder and Crowder about these type of conservatives and other conservatives that are timid and just don't know how to speak out, so they're just kind of sitting in the background, you know, afraid, and they should be gone too. If you're not willing to get out and do what you need to do for the people that put you in office, then you need to just pick another line of work. Let's be honest, if you're not willing to do that, then you need to get up out of office. Especially for conservatives. Now, my personal opinion is making it sound Ted Cruz made it sound like the old guard is inclined to stay in their spots. That's not he didn't say anything like that, but that when I he when, the way he said things and the way I interpreted it was there's a lot of the old guard, Nancy Pelosi, the old swamp creatures like Chuck Schumer and uh fucking Nadler and just so many others. Oh just saying their names Riley up. Yep. These swamp creatures, they just want to keep their little tree, you know, they want to keep that seat of, they want to keep that seat, the mo- they want to keep the sweet seat, the money, and the possible power urges that they feel. Let's keep that 1000 Now, both parties will always have sour apples to try to spoil the bunch. Hell, politicians sell themselves as the next best thing, when a lot of the time, 99% of the time, those who get elected are liars just selling whatever they can to get where they want to go, a lot like Nikki Haley bashing Trump, and then attempting to cop a meeting at his office. She burned that bridge a lot like McConnell did, a lot like Cassie did, a lot like Burr did, and a lot like Murkowski did. They can be whatever conservatives they feel because the committees who put them in play would prefer they step down. So it sure, it, it, it's, it surely seems on a wider scale that than what the DNC would ever try, at least in my opinion. The DNC, when they, they, they tell you to do something, you're either going to do it or you're just going to butt heads. The GOP right now is really gaining a backbone, and they're really putting their foot down. Like, no, nah, you did what we didn't want you to do, and now you got to get centered for it. I hope that Murkowski and Burr and all them are okay with the 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 stance they took because it could potentially cost them their political career. And like I said, it's it's they would these committees would prefer that these people step down and it seems that the DNC spins it to try to fit their narrative but can't do anything to protect these clauses of the Democrats or these rhinos. Even though they probably should. Because <laughs> that's what the rhinos think is going to happen. <laughs> Let's keep 100. They either think they're going to keep their spot because Republicans will feel bad for them and maybe they'll be able to get their spot back by pandering and lying, promising lie, pander. Or they're going to bank that the Democrats are going to come to their aid. when we all know the Democrats will not come to their aid. Now, the Democrats just like to give promotions to the most hated officials on their side, like Ilhan Omar. That's just a prime example for that. (laughs) And uh, that's not something that I think is shocking in the least. You know, and... When I said earlier, I was going to bring up an article, this is from the New York Post, but a lot of the DN- DNC isn't shocking, so it's not shocking when they promote Ilhan Omar and they give her a place, even though she says some just evil shit and she just gets away with it. But hey, the DNC's good for that, right? Now, this is Cuomo. You already know, Cuomo... It's gotta be talked about. They can't just give this motherfucker a minute and 30 seconds to think you're actually going to get anything out of it. So that's why I bring up a lot of what DeRosa says and what a lot of his administration, a lot of what the administration has said and a lot of what his, uh, whatever, a lot of what the lawmakers and uh, the Democratic lawmakers in New York have asked of him to step down or this, that, the other thing. Talk about the impeachment and then censure for him and those things like. Cuomo is, is rattled. So the New York Post to say rattled Andrew Cuomo rants about nursing home scandal. Lies, won't take responsibility. He lies and he won't take responsibility. (sighs) Okay. A defense governor and a defensive governor, Andrew Cuomo went on a 15 minute rant Friday in which he vowed to counter what th- he claimed were lies and misinformation about his handling of the nursing homes amid the COVID-19 pandemic, and accused his critics of causing pain to the res- residents of to the re- relatives residents to the relatives of residents re- killed by the disease. Now, let's break off right. Excuse me, right off the jump right there. The DNC loves to do that. They love to make it sound like the the GOP is gonna make. People feel bad about having lost loved ones. You trying to use them as a piece to your game is a sick fucking move. And let's be honest, Cuomo knows that. He just hopes that people won't call him out on it. Just like he tried to say that Ron came and him have a long hostile history. Ra rah rah. And that's why Ron King King Kim is going after him. Has nothing to do with what he did. Cause you know, he's just he's just an innocent bystander in all this. He didn't do nothing wrong. That's the kind that's the type of shit he's trying to say. Now during a virtual news conference from Albany, Cuomo said, I'm not going to let you hurt New Yorkers by lying about what happened surrounding the death of a loved one. So I'm going to take on the lies and the unscrupulous actors, especially when they cause pain and damage to New York. I should have done it before and I should have done it more aggressively. This is different. He said, this is causing pain to families who lost who lost a loved one. His remarks, which appeared to be have been, which appeared to have been scripted and were accompanied by sliding slides, reinforcing his message came a day after the New York law journal reported that the FBI and Brooklyn U S attorney had launched a probe, to, co- to his COVID-19 task force it, in the wake of the Post's report. Governor Quo- uh, oh, hold on, they they claim amid the escalating few that the uh, growing uh, block state legislators, including Assemblyman Ron Quint- Kim, they're going after him. Even AOC calls for a full investigation in uh, Cuomo's nursing home scandal. AOC uh Calling for an investigation, Kim, whose uncle died in a nursing home in April, suffered from symptoms of COVID. This week accused Cuomo of threatening him during a phone call prompted by critical remarks he made to the Post. Also during Friday's news conference, Health Commissioner Howard Zucker defended his controversial March 25th directive for her nursing homes to accept COVID-19 patients, which critics have blamed to for spreading the deadly virus among vulnerable seniors. Zucker said the state was running out of ICU space as hospitalizations were doubling every three days. With the facts that we had at the moment in the time, that was correct decision That at that moment in time, he said. So they really are still standing by what they did, even though it was not the right call at any given point. At no point, at no point, should our elders ever should have been given up to possibly have gotten sick or possibly get infected. At no point, even if the ICU was filling up, Trump sent a goddamn boat and you refuse to fucking use it. This is the stuff that makes people fucking mad. So Ron Kim has every right to get in his ass. Let's keep it 1,000. Let's keep that 1,000. Cuomo and his administration fucked up royally. And they made some really bad mistakes along the way. And they have done everything they can to duck and dodge it. When they should be doing everything they can to take that shit head on. That's the truth of the matter. That's 100% the truth. They should be doing everything they can to take it on. Honestly and fair. You should have opened the books when they had the chance. We all know they should have. Did they think they were above the law? Because DeRosa said we froze, we didn't know what to do. You know, that makes me think if you, were, you knew you were doing something wrong then if you had to freeze up because you didn't know what to do when the investigation was being brought up. You knew you were doing something you shouldn't have been doing. You knew people were already mad about the nursing home deaths long, long before the percentages came out, long before the New York Post article, long before Ron Kim, Ron Kim came out, whole lot whole lot was coming down and they could have been honest at any point and they chose not to they chose to hide the numbers they choose they chose to fudge the number they chose not to be honest about the numbers and cuomo can say trying to we were true we should have been more open with the public this that the other you should have from 21 Jump street you chose not to you accepted award for your acting during the fucking pandemic you wrote a fucking book about how you handled it And now you're going to act as if you're going to take on the FBI and the DOJ and whoever else wants to open a fucking investigation. The numbers are already out. You ain't going to duck or dodge it. Now, will anything actually happen of it? I guess that remains to be seen. But public opinion has shifted and it's going to continue to shift against him. That's 100% what I think. He fucked up. And they really need to take responsibility for their fuck up. The DNC truly does not have accountability or responsibility. They duck and dodge it like they're toddlers. It's like one of them says a swear word and they all go snicker behind them bleachers. This is just some, it's, it's bullshit. And what the DNC is doing is wrong. What Cuomo is doing is wrong. And when I say what the DNC is doing is wrong, Cuomo's a fucking Democrat. There's Democrats that are backing him up. Yeah, some are speaking out against him, but there's still some are backing him up. There's still some backing up Governor Whitmer. (laughs) So the DNC definitely has its problems. And it seems to be a lot more than the GOP has, especially when it comes to like infighting and those things. But that's another conversation for another day. Now, that being said, I guess the biggest question for all this is, is Biden going to keep uh, blaming Trump? Is Biden going to keep blaming Trump? Is the reports about Cuomo, is that really just lies and misinformation? Is Cuomo really just that far gone? I guess the question is, is Cuomo really the reason behind the nursing home scandal? Is he to blame for it or is he not to blame? I guess that's really the bottom line question there, isn't it? On that note, you already know what it is. Stay safe. Stay blessed. Stay blazed. It's been a fun one. Like I said, expect a divisive, division, not divisive, division episode coming up next. It is what it is. Peace.